This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Joe Ostrowski here with you. New show alert on the BetQL network this Saturday afternoon. Catch the debut of The Better Angle from 4 to 7 Eastern with hosts Kate Constable and Cameron Smith. They'll take you behind the numbers and uncover the stories that shape the odds. Get in on the action as the duo will guide you through the fast-paced world of live betting and give you the inside scoop on which lines to jump on and which to avoid. Watch on twitch.tv slash BetQL or anywhere on the go with the Odyssey app. Okay, Joe, let's get back into the NBA playoffs here. And one game that we have yet to get to, the Warriors and the Lakers. L.A. can mm-hmm. close this out at home and they are two-and-a-half-point favorites. The total, though, is where I want to start. It's at 221-and-a-half. And to me, I think that underrepresents just how good both defenses have been these entire playoffs. If you look, per cleaning the glass, at effective field goal percentage allowed these playoffs, Golden State is third at 50.5%. Keep in mind, they went up against Sacramento in the first round, and then the Lakers with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, and they're still third among all playoff teams in effective field goal rate, and the Lakers are fourth at 50.7%. And we've seen them have some phenomenal defensive performances with AD down low. So to me, I think these defenses can play a little bit better than just this assumption that Golden State's going to start hitting their outside shots. I kind of like the under here. Okay, the under. Uh, Anthony Davis, officially probable yesterday. He's good to go, right? There's nothing to be concerned about. We felt that way after the injury, and then people got mad at the TNT crew because they were laughing and uh, about the whole wheel- wheelchair angle when there was a possible concussion and all that. I mean, it certainly feels like, even though he had to leave the other day, that AD is going to be just fine. And he was on a, on his way to, to a pretty solid game. He had 23-9. and nine. In, uh, in that amount of time on the court, I I do like him in this spot. And it, it's right around the same number every game. It feels like the last few contests, we've gotten away from the extremes of AD, mm-hmm. right? Where he'd have a phenomenal game, carry the Lakers to an easy victory, to just completely being a no-show. So I'm expecting a big performance from him tonight. Two and a half point favorites at home. Uh, the totals in these games for... You know, if you look at the Warriors, it's just it's gone down throughout the entire playoffs. It was it was dipping throughout that Sacramento series, and the same thing is happening in this series. Which Draymond are we gonna get? You know, we <laughs> we get funny stories and narratives coming out during the playoffs, but you know, Dr- Draymond apparently was saying that um, he had a lot of motivation. The reason that we saw the Draymond in that last game is because an assistant came up to him and said he's like. Yeah, um, you haven't really made much of an impact this series. And then he went off in that last game. (laughs) That's what he was Mm -hmm. thinking about. Um, What really stands out to me on the Warriors front is that it's kind of amazing they were able to split the last two because Clay and Steph are both not hitting their shots. And as we know... Uh, the chances that that continues for a third straight game for both of them, Steph and Clay, uh, I wouldn't put that probability uh, too high. But uh, as far as the game, I do I do like the Lakers in this spot. I, I do think they they end up wrapping things up. Are you more interested in the total than the side? 
I am more interested in the total, but as far as the side is concerned, I, I think I'm with you that uh, the Lakers probably should close this one out. And it will largely be because of Anthony Davis. I mean, I know that you know mm-hmm. the, the Warriors have done a very good job as far as limiting him as a defender, sort of taking him out of the paint and putting him in the perimeter a little bit more. But I think offensively, I just don't know, you know how they're going to be able to stop him you know, with the size advantage and even the offensive rebounding. You know, Again, it goes back to one thing that, that we've talked about throughout these playoffs. It's this notion that, hey, it's not just rebounds that matter. It's contested rebounds that matter. It's not just a, a loose ball bouncing your way, but it's fighting – uh, when you've got two or three guys going after it and you're winning those fights. If you look at the playoffs, Anthony Davis leads in contested rebounds per game at 7.3. Now, granted, Kevon Looney is in second place, and then Jokic has uh, six contested rebounds per game. But still, though, to lead the way at this stage of the series where the Warriors are perhaps running out of options to be able to contain AD as an offensive threat – at some point, he should be able to go off here. And I'm glad you brought up AD because I wonder if another way to bet this game is if you're saying, okay, this is going to be a monster AD performance and he's the one who's going to take the Lakers to the Western Conference Finals, mm-hmm. maybe you fade LeBron James here. Maybe he conserves his energy once again for the next series. And you look at uh, some of his uh, props here. Uh, point total, he's at 26 and a half. It is slightly juiced to the over, but maybe the under is the play there. Maybe this is all AD all day. Did you see, uh, you see apparently that they're, they're doing footage similar to the last dance behind the scenes with LeBron? No. Yeah. I saw John Ireland. Uh, mentioned that he's like I don't know that I should be yeah. putting this out there but it's like yeah the, <laughs> the the producer of the last dance is uh is is recording uh, taking in a lot of film of the Lakers and LeBron James behind the scenes um I I don't know that I would have that out there because because <laughs> boy if if you don't win it that will not look great that would be a mm-hmm. very bad look and then do you do you uh you put it out there. Uh, yeah, so John Ireland said, and I quote, I hope I'm not talking out of school here. Andy Thompson, the guy who shot the last dance, Michael Thompson's younger brother, who has worked for the NBA for 30 years, has spent a ton of time with us this year. So if LeBron ever wanted to go down this road, I think Andy is stockpiling that just so he has it and has the opportunity to tell the story. That's not implying that LeBron James is done after this year, does it? I mean, I thought I mean, he was basically staying until Bronny got into the NBA and then, you know, they, they can have a year or two together, how, you know, whatever that looks like. And then uh, James considers hanging it up. But we're not there yet. Bronny I think just, it was more about, just agreed to go to USC. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's more about his poten- potentially his last title. Yeah, I don't think LeBron's retiring either. But it could be his yeah. last title. Maybe, maybe he's not going to be in a position where he retires on a championship, which, which so many all-time superstars like to do. Sure. Of course. And, yeah. I mean, he, if he were to win this one, then he gets up to five. And then, you know, in terms of legacy, how much does that change things for him? Well, it ties him with Kobe, and that matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's still one short of MJ. Uh, and MJ is the gold standard that I know LeBron James compares himself to. 
So in, in that regard, it, it feels a little off to me to, to have that conversation around. But if, if this is the way to motivate everybody else, because you have a lot of role players who are reveling in this opportunity to make a run in the playoffs, you know, yeah. whatever works as far as motivation is concerned. I mean, to, in terms of culture, you got to buy in, you know, that LeBron James is the guy and that AD to an extent is also the guy. And you, you have to know that going in. Because, look, LeBron James is now the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. That happened this season. So continue to carry that sort of cultural momentum, for lack of a better phrase. And if that's how you need to do that, then okay, fine, whatever works. It's just one of those things where maybe internally it makes a lot of sense, but externally I, I don't know if it really moves anybody. You you can't go back if you don't have the footage. You can't go back, but mm-hmm. what a season that True. would be. Yeah, what a story if, if you want to tell it in 10, 20 years that, that LeBron James at this stage in the year he he becomes the all-time leading scorer, he wins the championship, they, you know, it, it, things weren't looking great in the first half of the season, they make all these trades. When you think about it, if they go the distance, it would be an incredible story. And I think the Lakers advance tonight. I like the two and a half. I like AD. Yes, they're very, uh, very correlated. If I had to pick one, I would go with the side and I would lay the two and a half points with the Lakers. Fair enough. Fair enough. It, the the James prop under for points, I, I may be sort of the play that I look at here. I still like the under total. Uh, you know, again, as series wear on, guys start to fall apart physically. Uh, you know, these mm. series are grueling. And these games have been, uh, you know, some of them have been exciting. Some of them have been blowouts. But they've been, extent- they've been putting it all out there. You know, they've been trying their hardest. Uh, and at some point, I think, you know, things start to wear down. And so I, I kind of like the under more than I do anything else. Uh, but okay. any other props that kind of stand out to you as far as this one is concerned? No, not for me. I, I could mm-hmm. understand if you want to do something positive with Steph, Clay, Draymond. I'm not going to go there. I, mm-hmm. I don't like what I'm seeing from them right now. Maybe I would okay. if they, they were at home, but not in this specific mm-hmm. spot. I, I think it's the Lakers game. Fair enough. Let's move on now to the NHL. We've got a couple of uh, playoff games happening tonight. We've got the Panthers and the Maple Leafs. Florida with a second opportunity to close out this series. Uh, But Toronto, they're minus 175 on the money line. And if you take the puck line, (laughs) they're plus 140, the Maple Leafs are. Uh, meanwhile, mm-hmm. you've got the Oilers and Golden Knights. Uh, Edmonton, even though they're on the road, they are favorites here. Uh, I believe Alex Petrangelo, uh, that suspension will be for this game. So that matters uh, in terms of your analysis. But uh, which game stands out to you here? Well, I, I think we need, to, since we didn't mention it earlier, that we do need to mention congrats to Carolina. They take the lead in overtime as their only lead <laughs> of the game. And they they make their way to the Eastern Conference Finals. Your favorite to win the cup, and then uh, in the Seattle Dallas game last night, yeah, Dallas wins, but uh, over again. The scoring hasn't stopped. We got seven goals last night. Uh, I, I believe in some spots it was six when we were talking about the game on the show yesterday, but it, it dropped down to five and a half. So uh, that over cleared no matter what number you ended up going with. Uh, Seattle Dallas, all five games in the series have gone over the total. Tor- Toronto, Florida, man, I, it's interesting. I know it's, it's not the popular play. People, I, I, I love this story. I hope Toronto makes this even more of a series. Uh, that's the way that I would look. 
as far as tonight's game at home. I, I would look at the Leafs just extending this a little bit longer. I mean, if you're going to recap things, why not include the Stars uh, knocking off the Kraken? And now uh, Dallas did. went away. Oh, you did? I did. Oh, I just heard yeah. you go on and on the about overs. Carolina. Yeah. I mentioned the overs. That's, yeah. That's fine. Yes, uh, Oilers, Golden Knights, tight at two games apiece. Love Edmonton in this spot. I, I think they're in a, in a great situation. You know, I, I like their futures in general, but I think especially this is a good spot for them. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Ben Brown of PFF will join us to talk about NFL schedule release day. That's right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.